0: That's, that's new age NASCAR racing. And Joey Logano, you think back to Kansas and Matt Kenseth, he kind of set the new standards or new rules of engagement when it comes to the playoffs. And I think this is setting another kind of rules of engagement for the way you've got to race if you need a win to get in the playoffs.
1: Hi, race fans. Welcome to this week's edition of Backseat Drivers. We're here in Studio 3. I'm Kim Kuhn, joined by Bob Pokris and Dylan Smith. Bob, I know you drove all the way from Darlington this morning, so we appreciate you being here.
0: It was a fun drive. Nobody tried to like push me off the road, so I didn't have to bump them out of the way either. (laughs)
1: Perfect, so let's get straight into it. Everybody's talking about the finish to the race at Darlington. Joey Logano getting his first points win of the season, but doing it with a little bit of controversy. In the closing laps, William Byron leading. Joey gives Willie B a little tap tap to the bumper, moves him out of the way, takes the win. William, not too happy, calls Joey an idiot and a moron. So, fighting words from mm. Willie B. Mm. Do we think the move, I don't, and I don't even know if we can call it a bump and run, but do we think it's fair or foul? Bob?
0: Yeah, it wasn't just a little tap-tap, right? <laughs> yeah, it I was, was trying a, to be polite. It, it was a shove. And it's foul in my world, but I understand it. And I think that's that's new age nascar racing and joey logano if you think back to kansas and matt kenseth he kind of set a new standards or new rules of engagement when it comes to the playoffs and i think this is setting another kind of rules of engagement for the way you've got a race if you need a win to get in the playoffs
2: i mean I, I talked to mark martin and jeff burton about this and they were like we've lost a lot more races we would have lost more races if we would have raced that way So to that point, like it is different. We are racing different now, Um, but I think it's, I think, I think it's fair, but you better expect it. You better know it's going to come back to you. Like as a fan, I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Right. But as the driver, like William Byron should be pissed. He was leading the race. He got his chances taken away and Joey Logano should be happy because he did what he had to do to win the race. And for William it sucks even more because he got two flat tires and finished instead of finishing like second, he finished like twentieth. So there's a little added, you know, frustration there.
1: If we add a little context, the fact that Joey Logano hadn't won a points race yet mm-hmm. and Willie B has won two so far, does it make it a little more fair what Joey did?
2: I mean, I don't know, Bob, didn't didn't Joey run over Matt Kenseth and keep him out of the playoffs after he had a win? Like Like, what kind of – like, splitting hairs here, Joey. Like, which end are we going to be on? But, look, man, as long as you're willing to dish it and then get it back, I'm here for it.
1: Okay, so let's talk about getting it back. Uh, Lap 268, we have a restart. Lugano on the outside, uh, Joey on the outside, Byron on the inside. 22 gets up the track, loses the lead. He says that justifies his move on William. However, after we see Joey bump William, everybody's saying, well – William owes Joey one.
2: So does William owe Joey one back? Um, yeah. Like, because cause what, what William did to Joey didn't take his shot at winning the race away. Right. And what, what Joey did back to William did. So, like, part of that is the result. Right. And the move becomes dirty sometimes depending on the result. And, you know, I talked to the 22 guys after and they felt like that the 24 ran him up the track. And so they felt like their move was was justified in that. And I'm fine with that. You, you own that move, mm-hmm. right? But you just gotta be prepared when you're racing the 24 next time at the end of the race that you might be getting something back.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. And you, now Joey will say that William took his chance to win away by, and it's funny, cause William said we barely touched. And Joey said, didn't feel like barely touching when he was squeezed between the 24 and the wall.
2: Uh-huh. I see like, so. William's running this 24 car, right? And he, the first few years in it, he's, you know, the nice, the nice wonder kid, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing a little bit of a older it? Jeff Gory, okay. a little bit more fire to William step. He's winning races. I was like, dang, he's gonna do a double. He ran a short track race. He was in the back. flame
1: throwback. Oh, he needed to get man. a little.
2: He's getting a little hot now. Yeah. I like it.
1: All right. Well, the Twitterverse lit up after this happened and a lot of people were saying, the move we saw William do, pinching Joey into the wall, that was racing. What Joey did to William, that was wrecking. So how are we constituting racing versus wrecking?
0: I guess it depends on your, <laughs> your outlook, but uh, yeah, because you, when you look at it, that, that looks accurate because Byron finishes like 13th or so with, you know, barely can get, through the, get to the finish line. And Joey was still able, was still running second. So certainly Joey's move was more damaging, was harder. And I think what, what, what's really frustrating is that Logano didn't even make a chance, didn't try to pass him, right? Didn't take one lap to at least try to get to his inside and then say, okay, it's the last lap. I'll, I'll push you out of the way. I think the other thing is is that we rarely see this at a Darlington, right? As far as like a, over, a track over a mile. Like if this happens at Martinsville or mm-hmm. Richmond, yeah. you're like, okay, you kind of understand it, but <laughs> at Darlington, whew, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a hard one to say, man, that, uh, that, that Joey's in, in the entire clear on this one.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you, get, when you get lifted up going into a corner after running 160, 70 miles an hour down the straightaway, you're at a very vulnerable position. I think that's part of the reason where we talk about etiquette, where it gets a little hairy there because as a driver, you get lifted up there. It's the lightest point of the race car. You really don't have as much grip. It's the end of the run. And it pushed the 24. It looked like five to 10 car lengths in there faster than he was willing to go. So, I mean, he's getting, like I said, they're going to be scrapping, I think, for a little bit. And to answer your question, Kim, like when when does it end? it ends when they decide it's over. So okay. I, I don't know.
1: All right. Well, look maybe for some more contact between the 22 and the 24. Well, before we got to the end of the race, we saw some other contact on the track, although not purposeful. Uh, Brad Kaye loses a tire, goes up the track, collects the number 18 of Kyle Busch and Kyle had had a fast car all race long, led some laps. KB not too happy. Car's done for the day, brings it down pit road, parks it at the entrance of the garage, gets out, leaves it there. NASCAR has to close pit road. People aren't able to pit until they get the car moved out of the way. Kyle's asked about it. He said, I don't think it's a big deal. And the car also wouldn't turn. So do we think the car really couldn't turn? Or was this maybe a bit of bad sportsmanship by Kyle Busch? I want to start with you, Bob.
0: I would say that was it bad sportsmanship. I don't know if it's bad sportsmanship, but I'm not sure that the car could turn either. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I look. Kyle Busch was fined last year for driving into the garage a little bit aggressively. Remember that the cones and the so. If you're Kyle Busch and you're like, I'm not going to get fined. I'm just going to park it here and and get out. Like I think that's a little bit understandable in the sense of, hey, this is. I'm just not going to put myself in that situation. Do we give Kyle Bush the benefit of the doubt that the, when he says that we believe him when he says the car couldn't turn? His, when you, he has a resume that <laughs> would suggest that that's a questionable statement, right? Like, like you, it's hard to give Kyle Bush the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Now look, car maybe couldn't have turned I look, the way you look at the wheel. It, it looked like it might've been rough to turn but uh, Kyle Busch probably doesn't get a break in that statement.
1: All right. Bob's not going easy on him.
2: KB, I got you, bro. I got you back. It, I understand. It. Bob's over here like, "Oh, you see the tire is kind of a little." No, that thing was about all the it was about laid over on the ground, Bob. Give Kyle Busch some credit here. <laughs> he's trying he's got more diapers to pay for here coming up. 50 grand that that is a hefty fine. I think I really think that it couldn't turn and I think he he was like probably he's obviously frustrated if kyle bush gases up there and smokes the tires and slides the car in we're all talking about oh look at kyle mm-hmm. being a crybaby, going over the top again i think he took the high road on that if it was one of the two he went the route i'm gonna just leave this thing here i'm mad i'm not gonna show out right now in this moment and on top of that i was watching from the grandstands and when the 48 had their engine problem they had to push him down they went through the same uh, opening and put wall, and they had to back up and get it turning. That was where the car that was turning mm-hmm. perfectly fine. So, like, if he says it wouldn't turn, I 100% believe him. We've never questioned Kyle Busch being a liar, right? we question his antics, not him being a liar.
1: Are these antics carried over from the frustrations about his contract
2: everything. not being finished? It's or everything. Just being
0: Kyle Busch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kyle, Kyle's, a, Kyle's a little temperament sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah I, look, I, not everything is totally smooth in Kyle Bush's world right now. And, you know, he isn't the greatest when things start to unravel. Um, I mean, actually, when you look at this, like Kyle Bush did about as good as you could ever expect Kyle Bush to do. Right. In, in this in situation, situation that that he. Agreed. I mean, now, if it's somebody else, you might hold them. I would say, to maybe a higher standard a or to standard. a different standard. But for Kyle Bush and <laughs> the knowing his here. history, the, the, I mean, as, as Kyle kind of would call him a fiery, volatile personality, this is, this was a very, this is as even keeled a moment as you could get.
2: I'm not going to ask these guys to show more emotion, show more character and then slap him on the wrist when they when they do that, right? So that's why I love love to see it. I love to see what what he did there.
1: Well, Kyle Busch wasn't the only Joe Gibbs racing driver to have a little bad luck at Darlington. In fact, three of the four had bad luck. Christopher Bell, only the one, the only one getting out unscathed. Uh, DH scrapes the wall late in the race, has to pit, finishes 21st. Martin Truex Jr. Gets collected in that Late race, we'll call it a, a big one. It, it was kind of a big the, one. It uh, really. Finishes 24th. So at this point, is it time to worry for Joe Gibbs Racing?
0: Well, they don't need to worry about their speed, but they have to worry about finishing races and their execution. And you can say, well, you know, all, all we need to do is put together a good race and, or a few good races and we'll be fine. But most of them haven't been able to do that. So why, why should you think that? that it's going to change. It could, but I don't, sometimes these things just continue to snowball. And until you see them put three or four good races to go together, then I think you're worried a little bit.
1: Okay. So Bob's a little worried. Are Uh, you worried?
2: I'm actually not that worried. I think that, The whole Toyota camp has turned a corner. They're showing a lot of speed here as of late. Uh, The 2311 cars have been fast as well. They got collected in what seems like another wreck, which is becoming routine for them, running good top 10, top 15. And then at the end, they're battling for a good finish and then something happens, right? So they have speed. If you don't have speed and you're not executing, that's when you're really worried. But you know you have the speed to compete and you got to clean some stuff up on the back end, I think they're more than capable of doing that.
1: So we're not worried that JGR only has two wins in 12 races?
2: No, we, no, no, no. Because there's 10 different winners?
1: 10 different winners. 10 different
2: winners. They're, they're gonna, we might get to 16. They're going to have
0: at least two more wins. All
1: right, we'll have to wait. I, I'm that. not
0: worried about them winning. I think they'll win. I'm worried about their consistency.
1: Okay. Fair. All right. Time for rapid response powered by five hour energy. Mamba, you just hit on it. You touched on 2311 racing. Lady Luck did not show up at the Lady in Black for 2311 racing. Once again, they are collected in a late race incident taking out both the 23 of Bubba Wallace and the 45 of Kurt Busch. At this point, does 2311, one of their cars, make the playoffs? And if so, how far do they go?
2: Yeah, yeah. Out what-
1: oh, you, didn- you didn't even... Think
2: about no, it. no, they're gonna they're gonna win a, a race. Twenty three eleven is gonna win at least a race. Um, I was I was pleasantly surprised to see the pace that Bubba had at Darlington because that's not normally a place where I think of him running mm-hmm. well at. Um, and Kurt Bush has been really quick at a lot of places. They just gotta get to the checkered flag. If they can get to the checkered flag, I believe they will have a win, at least one. And I'm gonna say the round of twelve,
0: which with whichever car okay. uh, wins. Bob? Nope, they're not leading enough laps Ooh. to win a race, and I think they're—I think they can consistently run in the top ten the rest of the year and still not make up the points deficit they have. They're—they're they're at uh, Kurt Busch is nearly a race behind already, mm-hmm. a full race in points. And I mean, I could see them being two of the top ten cars over the second half of the regular season and still not make the playoffs in points.
1: Hot take. Ooh, I
0: don't like that. I don't like that Bob. You don't like it. I don't like it. I, I I mean look they're good but they're not I don't think they're great enough right now to win and I just think their hole is too deep.
1: They need their shovels it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> okay well over under Harvick gets a win in the next five races so Kevin Harvick hasn't had a win yet this season but a solid fourth place finish at Darlington showed some potential there. Next up we head to Kansas. I don't know if you wanna count Texas, not a points race, but certainly can gain you some momentum. Charlotte, Gateway, Sonoma, if we're not counting Texas, there's also Nashville in the picture. So looking at the next stretch of races, do we think Harvick gets a win?
2: Yeah, I think he's one of the one of the guys that get a win. Um, looking at it, Kansas feels like it could be there maybe. Gateway is kind of, is unknown. Um, because we haven't been there with a cup car, especially with this car, obviously, we haven't been there. Uh, I'm a, if, I'm a, if he's going to win one, I'm going to go with Charlotte. I'm going to say he's going to get it. Charlotte. Yeah, I'm going to go with Charlotte.
0: I swear the early morning wake-up call for me today didn't make me just Mr. Grumpy. <laughs> I, I don't think that... <laughs> Negative Nancy would, over I would, here. i Nancy. The, I'd take the under on the next five races. Uh, if, if any, maybe Gateway. I think, he, okay. he skipped, got, I think he's a good adapter to new things. And I want to say he's probably raced there uh, back in the uh, Bush Series days.
1: Does that, even count, it, does that even count uh, at this point, though?
0: I mean, I think just having maybe a little familiarity. in the track. Yeah, least, yeah. I think yeah. it counts a little bit. I'll count it <laughs> uh, for, for Kevin. You forget, that
1: you forget there are some young guys that raced in the lower series more recently at Gateway than Kevin Harvick.
0: Yeah, but... <laughs> you know i still i don't care i I think i think kevin as said i think kevin can adapt well and so i think that 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 might be his best place but i I would probably take the under for the next five
1: i'm going with bob i think it's under i don't think harvick gets a win sorry
0: unreal no faith
1: no faith a Uh, driver i know a lot of people have a faith in besides harvick we don't, you do, is Tyler Reddick. Tyler also had a very strong finish at Darlington Raceway. Ugh! Another runner-up finish. Ties his best career for the fifth time. Reddick, so close. He'll eventually get that win, but does he get it before the playoffs? Does he get a win to lock himself into the playoffs?
2: Yes. He's yes. Another, Tyler Reddick is another guy, but Tyler, I'm not going to pick you anymore to win. I believe you're going to, but I'm not going to pick you because I, when I pick people, they have... Traumatic failures, so I don't. I'm not gonna pick you and put that on you, but I know you're gonna win a race and make your way to the. Before
1: playoffs. the playoffs.
2: Yeah, he's gonna be in the playoffs because he's gonna win a race.
1: Okay. Yeah. So we get a vote yes for Tyler Reddick wins and gets himself into the playoffs. Bob is gonna go.
0: Yes, I think he's gonna oh. win. I really the thought, the I no. I thought I was gonna say, say, say no. No, too. No, I think it, you know it's, it's kind of been a little feast or famine for Tyler Reddick yeah. this year, and I I think he's he's he, he's a guy who learns, and he's a guy who builds on what on his past and I think that he's learned enough over this first half of the year and this new car and through all the second place finishes that he'll Hmm. he'll be lifting a trophy sometime before the playoffs and he should have already let's be honest he He should have already so
1: I think Tyler will be lifting a trophy before the end of the year. Not before the so you saying he's playoffs. not in the
2: playoffs too, or he's just not going to win one to get into the playoffs? I
1: don't know. It's two different things. I don't know. I I don't think he wins. I do not think Tyler Reddick wins before the playoffs. This I think he wins in the playoffs. Certainly no. could get like a homestead checkered flag. This but is I don't a hot take it.
2: show. You can't say I don't know. You got to have a opinion. hot take.
1: No, Tyler does not get in the playoffs. He doesn't get a win. I think you're going to need a win. He doesn't get it before the playoffs. He does get a win before the end of the season. I love you, Tyler, but I don't think it happens before. I don't think it happens before we see Darlington for a second time, because that's where we kick off the playoffs. All right, moving on. William Byron, congratulations on the contract extension headed into Darlington this weekend. It was announced that Willie V will continue driving the number twenty-four for HMS through twenty twenty-five. So it begs the question: if you could have one HMS driver locked up long-term, who would it be, Bob?
0: Chase Elliott, who's already locked up long term, right? I Through know, 2027. But, like, yeah. but yeah, I'm going to take the most popular driver and lock that driver up. And not just the most popular driver, but a driver who, who's shown the ability to win year after year after year. So you know you're going to be in the playoffs. You know you're going to be able to generate sponsorship with, uh, with the most popular driver. That's the one I want to lock in.
1: I'm locking in Chase. Who are you locking in?
2: Give me Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Give me. Give me Kyle Larson. Until his career is over.
0: Hmm. Like,
2: Chase Elliott might be the most popular driver in NASCAR, but the most popular driver in the country is Kyle Larson. And there's no question. You go, you go to any racetrack around, you see Kyle Larson gear, whether it's his short track stuff or his cup stuff. He's, he's a reigning champ. All he does is win races. That's literally all he does Except in anything. Except for Darlington. Except for Darlington, but he was very fast. <laughs> he was fast. And Darlington was about the point last year where he started turning the curve and going on that championship run. Looked pretty sporty this weekend. There are four
1: drivers at HMS. We've heard about two. You're picking Chase Elliott. You're picking Kyle Larson. No. Where do William Byron and Alex Bowman fall? I want you guys to rank right now, as it stands, drivers at HMS one through four.
0: Oh, that's yeah, tough, hard. right? Yeah. Well, we hard, I mean, We tried to do it last week a little bit. Yeah. Like, look, I think when you talk about talent and about winning and the winning championships. I'm saying I saying this season, right
1: this, now, this season yeah, right now, nothing yeah. to do with like, if you could right lock now, into a
0: contract. right now, I mean, I think you got to go Byron Larson, Elliot Bowman.
2: Oh, okay. Right now. I think you got to go Byron. Elliot, Larson Bowman.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, that's why I said that last week too, because, and because william is he's running so well won two races was right there to win a third and chase is having his best year from a point standpoint Anyone on an oval here recently bob give him that all right and then and then larson like obviously like if i could pick a guy for the rest of my team's lifespan i want larson and bowman's solid but he but he's just not
1: Bowman. Everybody is underestimating Bowman. You guys both have him last on your list. Out of,
2: out of the four, <laughs> like it's not out of like the whole team. Bowman, there's another person. Yeah, the you're you're you know going mean?
1: to be uh, having to apologize, I think, to Bowman.
0: I mean, look, I, I if, I, if you told me I was the fourth best at Rick Hendrick, and I still had a win this year, and and winning. Pretty much every year, the last few years, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Multiple wins usually. It yeah.
1: doesn't seem to phase him. He still is, is fast every weekend. He, he brushes it off.
2: Hey, he don't he don't have emotions. He's just straight face. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Poker face. Speaking of poker and betting and all sorts of fun things like that, Backseat <laughs> Bets presented by Bet MGM. You know how this works. Head-to-head, we're putting drivers against each other. It's not necessarily who wins the race. It's who ultimately finishes better at Kansas Speedway. First up... You know it. You want it. Joey Logano versus William Byron.
2: That was an impressive segue. I like how you got there. Did you like that? Yeah, uh, I'm going with Willie B. Give me the 24. He was fast at Darlington, obviously. I think he's got a little bit of fire, extra fire, and I think he's going to want to be the 22 no matter what. So
1: 24.
0: Who are you going with? I'm going with Logano because of that fire that you talk about with. Of Willie B. I, let's see how he handles that. Like mm. this is, very right, he he did have a, a little bit of controversy, was it uh, with Kyle Bush at one point? Or uh, was that right?
2: It was with Reddick last year too. And he, he went, mm. I mean, he had a good talking with him. Yeah, so, so
0: I would say, I, I, I still wanna see how Willie B handles this before I'm gonna say that he'll run better than Lugana. Okay. Mm.
2: I'm going with William Byron. He's been running better than him all yeah, year long. All year yeah, long,
0: yeah.
1: okay, all right. Next up, Larson versus Hamlin. They were both fast at Darlington, both hit bad luck at Darlington. Larson out early with an engine issue. Hamlin scrapes the wall, has to pit, finishes 21st. But clean slate. We're going to Kansas Speedway. Who are we picking, Larson or Larson. Hamlin? Larson. Larson.
0: I'm going Hamlin. And finally, maybe some this will be the race where everything goes well besides, besides Richmond. Yeah, I think this will be the one. This will be the one
2: without Gabe Hart.
0: I think they still, uh, they probably still have Gabe Hart unless the appeals this week. So okay. uh, it might be their last with Gabe Hart. So maybe they'll be like, <laughs> okay, we gotta win this one. <laughs> <week." sighs>
1: I gotta go Larson. I, I don't think the bad luck is over for Denny Hamlin and that FedEx number that 11 chair I'm never I'm That chair
2: never picks the 11. I'm just saying, I, nothing.
1: They're, they're not giving me enough to work with to pick them just, week in and week out. I'm just saying. All right. Amarola versus Jones.
0: I'd going with Eric Jones. I think he's been more consistently fast than Eric Amarola. I agree. I'm going,
2: I'm going Eric Jones. So if We're you're all bet, going Jones. If you're betting on this, go Eric Amarola because that's how it always, yeah, we how tend it to always works.
1: Give them so. bad luck when we pick them. But I'm still picking EJ. Jonesy. EJ. Final matchup. Harvick versus Reddick. Uh.
2: Oof. I'm going Harvick because every time I pick Reddick, I give him bad luck, and I don't want that. So hopefully, I don't give Kevin bad luck either. <laughs> I was but about
1: to say, you're also Camp Kevin. Yeah,
2: I am very Camp Kevin, a big, big Harvick guy. But, you know, um yeah, I don't want to give anyone bad luck. I feel like I haven't picked Harvick all year, so it should be good.
0: Reddick, Chevrolet's, mile and a half. Gonna have to do the Forts. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
1: This might be the toughest matchup for me. I don't think either of them are winning the race, Uh, but I will go – I'll go Harvick. I'm actually shocking myself with that. (laughs) So neither of them I have winning the race, but let's talk our Kansas picks. No place like home, and Victory Lane is a good place to be when you're at Kansas Speedway or any track, really. So who are we picking to take home the checkered flag? At kansas speedway
0: okay so i wasn't very kind to him maybe earlier but i'll be kind to him now i think kyle bush wins at kansas and uh, yeah i look at the last mile and a half was vegas right yeah and kyle bush should have won that race till somebody backed into that win right just kidding (laughs) bowman man we were we we, we, were so good bob we're just (laughs) sorry alex (laughs) but it's just i mean it was right there give me a break um so i i'll go i'll say that kyle bush gets it done at kansas Puts all this frustration behind him from Darlington. Kansas is his place.
1: Bob calling it. You heard it here first. Kyle Bush is going to be taking the bow after the flag waves at Kansas Speedway. I don't <laughs> think I agree. Oh, is that your bow? Is That's, that your Kyle <laughs> Busch bow? All all right.
2: Uh right. I'm going to go with Kurt Busch. Kurt Bush. I actually switched up uh, as I was sitting here. I switched it up. I'm going Kurt. I, I really do feel like... The 23-11 team has had a lot of speed, and they've had a lot of bad luck, and I feel like it is time to throw that to the wayside and go get UW and punch your ticket to the playoffs.
1: I'm going William Byron. I think he's got some good momentum. A fire has been lit under his bottom side. So he just signed the contract extension. He's a little bit ruffled up from that Joey Logano incident on track and then on top of that he's got five straight top tens at Kansas Speedway so I think William Byron gets his third win in 2022.
2: Okay I like your notes yeah. That's good.
1: that was good right well we are looking forward to a great race at Kansas Speedway this weekend be sure to tune in at 3 p.m eastern this Sunday on FS1 for Bob, Mamba, and myself we appreciate you guys tuning in and we will see you next week right here in the backseat. seat.